This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to the Independence Daily Travel Podcast with me, Simon Calder. I'm now in the main street of Westport County, Mayo, on my journey through the northwest of Ireland. Before I arrived here, though, in what's very much a touristy town, very welcoming, I called in at a couple of fascinating locations. One best at night, the other most impressive in broad daylight. For the first, well, let Georgia Macmillan of Mayo Dark Sky Park, who I met close to midnight, explain. Hi Simon, well we're in a place called Mayo Dark Sky Park and that is at night, um, it's the national park called Wild Nathan National Park, but we like to say half the park is after dark. So we're just north of a town called Newport in County Mayo on the west coast of Ireland. And tell me how a dark sky park is created and what exactly it is. Well, it's um, a place that's free from artificial light at night, first of all, so it doesn't have any light pollution in it. Um, How it's created is it takes about two years to go through a series of measurements and uh, community engagement, and you submit an application to an organisation called the International Dark Sky Association, and they're based in Tucson in Arizona, and they're like the biosphere, um, the UNESCO, if you like, of biospheres um, in terms of sanctioning. What does it mean for visitors to come to a dark sky park? Yeah, it's a wonderful resource to have for visitors and for local people alike because there are very few places now left in the world where you can get away from excess artificial light at night and you can experience tranquility, darkness, natural darkness, you can reconnect. Um, And of course, when we have beautiful skies overhead, you can enjoy the stars and the planets and the Milky Way and even the aurora from time to time. But it sounds from what you're saying as though it can also be rewarding even under cloudy skies. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, something we recognise here. We're in the west of Ireland. We're right on the edge of the Atlantic. So we do suffer from the Gulf Stream and the the clouds that it brings. But um, we do have some wonderful nights. And even just being in a dark space, I think it's really important for people to experience that, especially people who live in urban places where there is no darkness because it's bright all the time. Is Ireland something of a pioneer in bringing darkness to its its lands well we like to think so um it's um it's something that we're working on we're, we're engaging with our local community our local authorities um just to say that you know darkness isn't really a bad thing we've just associated it because of pulp fiction and stories but actually you know we need night as much as we need day in the bright light of day i felt a calling out along the mullet a peninsula pointing south into the north atlantic to the very far end which is punctuated by Black Sod Lighthouse and where I met tourism officer Mark Ruddy. 
So Mirith or Mullet, as you're calling it, is old Irish for uh, diamond, uh, and therefore that's that's what it's not T-shaped; it's diamond-shaped. So the diamond coast of the Mullet Peninsula, and one of the most isolated and uh, weather-beaten places in in Europe, in the world. Oh, absolutely! It's it is windswept um, like that. I suppose when you get a fine day like this, you see it as a place of paradise, and uh, the people are hardy. They're they're used to used to those storms and batten down the hatches. That that's the nature of the people here. They're they're a hardy bunch. Do you find that many visitors find their way to this place, which is effectively the f- final stop before the North Atlantic and North America? Although the wise travellers, I think, always know to go out to the right periphery, you know, to find to find the age condition, because that's where you get authenticity. You know, that's that's where you get the real stories, the real people, the real communities. You know, that's where they survive. Uh, you know, and that's that's what, like this: the Irish language being core part of this community here. It lingers on those edge conditions. You know, and that's part of our cultural heritage. And yet, though, even though this is very much the end of the road, it's a place which um, has an awful lot of international connections going through the centuries well that's that depends on which way you look at the map Uh, the the atlantic ocean was a hugely important part of the of the world's map in terms of trade in terms of the battle of the atlantic all of these stories in terms of connections it's because we're right out here on the edge of that map and that trade network that interconnected trade network was hugely important so those connections through war through times of peace the lighthouses here as part of that navigational network that's all interconnected with the large world map and our position on it And people who do find their way out here, um, are they going to find the basic necessities for the life of a tourist, places to stay, places to eat, maybe even places to drink. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the offering is vast and it, it's growing. We have Karen Golf Links there for, for the avid golfer. I mean, sitting there is a world-class golf course on the head of this peninsula. We have four, if not five, hotels sitting with Mulrani Park, the Broadhaven Bay, Eris Coast, the Talbot Hotel, Western Strands. I mean, they're, they're building, accommodations building the whole time. Again, you have those tourists that want to be out on their own. They find that their, their own parking spot next to a wonderful, you know, desolate the beach sitting out on the edge i mean you can find your place and you'll certainly find things to do out here between water sports and kite surfing and everything else i mean it's a it's a wonderful place to 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 to, to spend a bit of time as mark ruddy just said wise travelers always know to go to the periphery and i hope you might explore this distant corner of ireland soon thanks very much indeed for listening i'll talk to you tomorrow 